0: Welcome to Time Out with Tackle What's Next. We're here to chat with athletes and executives about how sport has made a difference and changed the trajectory of their lives, and we're also chatting about the lessons they've learned in life after the game. I'm your host, Danielle Berman. I am the founder and CEO of Tackle What's Next, and we help athletes create impact outside of the game and find their purpose in life after sports. And we're going to be chatting with athletes live on Instagram every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, and now we're on podcast. So if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, welcome. We're so excited to share them with you this way as well. You can take a break with us every Wednesday. Like I said, take a time out with Tackle What's Next and get some really great advice while you do. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Today on Time Out with Taco What's Next, we are chatting to Jonathan Van Horn. Jonathan is the Associate National Director of Pro Soccer at Athletes in Action, where he works with professional athletes to be better leaders through faith. He is the creator of The Shift Course and co-host of The Shift Podcast. His Shift Course is a five-step framework to assist athletes through transition to life after sport. By gaining clarity and understanding of identity, your why, your experience, and your story, helping athletes discover and successfully step into their next arena. And through the Shift podcast, Jonathan and his co-host Wells help other athletes share their journey through transition, both inside and outside their respective sport and we are big fans of the shift course so you're going to hear us talk about that on the call and of course if you would like to learn more about the shift course you can visit our website or contact us and we will send you information to get linked up with jonathan enjoy the show hey jonathan how are you
1: how are you tonight
0: i'm good i'm good thanks again for being here and taking a time out with us as we uh, like to say here
1: (laughs) Glad to join you tonight.
0: Yeah. So how's everything been? Like I was just kind of reading a little bit of what you've been up to and you've got a lot of things going on. So what, what's what been moving the past few months?
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting uh, when when life sort of changes drastically, uh, you look to pivot and make, make some changes. And so you mentioned the podcast. That was something that uh, I had been uh, thinking about and processing and just, you know, milling over. Do I do it? Don't I? And then when everything with COVID uh, nineteen hit and the the quarantine and the shutdown, I'm like, oh hey, I have this time. Let's uh, let's maximize it, and so put some feelers out there and started chatting with Wells Thompson about getting it started. And then they're like, yeah, let's do it. And so uh, a lot of athletes were just hanging out at home, working out at home, and that was really it. And so guys had time to to jump on a call, interview, and connect. And uh, that's sort of where we're at now. So we're uh, we just finished up recording our thirteenth episode yesterday. Yeah. So- about that, we've 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 uh, dropped nine episodes, but like I said, we got to get four in the hopper uh editing phase and ready to be uh launched in the next few weeks.
0: Well, congratulations, that's really exciting, and I feel like it's a great opportunity for athletes to share their stories. Podcasting is such a great medium for that. Is Absolutely. that something the, the shift course and the shift podcast is that something that you started during the pandemic because of? I believe you'd started it before, so has it pivoted at all because of everything going on?
1: little bit but what I realized was uh, I've been working with professional athletes for about 12 years and uh, one of the things that I learned pretty quickly was the transition to life after playing professionally was not easy. Mm-hmm. There's uh, uh, broke on the 30 for 30 uh, document or a lot of other uh, news and just things that would be out there on ESPN about you know certain players you know being duped by a financial planner or right. something broke after a certain amount of years after you know finishing up and then firsthand, working with these pro, pro athletes and just seeing them struggle uh, a year or two after they're out. And I'm like, something's got to change. And I started doing a little bit of research and uh, just trying to figure out what's available. And there wasn't really a ton. So this is probably about six or seven years ago. And there really wasn't a ton of, like, concrete content uh, other than, you know, maybe some, maybe working a resume or something like that, just more practical stuff. And I really wanted to help guys more in the emotional, the psychological, and the spiritual space of really understanding who they are because uh, it part for my story as well as part of the struggle that I had you know I played in university played soccer and basketball in college and I struggled with that when I finished playing like the the reality of uh, so much of my identity and my value and my worth was tied to my sport and all of a sudden this thing that this thing that I've loved to do and have given my life to is now gone yeah and that was really what, what you know I began to make uh, connect the dots a little bit and realize okay let's let's try to put some content together to help help guys in this space help athletes in this space and that's and that's where I'd say it was SHIFT, and that SHIFT came out of that process personally and then also working collectively with a couple of pro guys that had just recently retired and said, hey, let's let's really hone this, hone some of the content and really put in a way that's transferable, and SHIFT is one of those things.
0: Yeah, and what are maybe one or two of those big things that you found do help athletes, whether it was yourself as you were transitioning out or those athletes you've been working with? What what are one of those yeah. things?
1: A couple of the things is realizing that your value and who you are as a person is not directly related to your performance. As athletes know, our performance is up and down. Like some days we play great, sometimes we play play poorly, and uh, the, the goal is to be as consistent as possible. Uh, but if you derive your value and your significance and who you are from your performance, one day, hey, I'm the, I'm the greatest, and the next day, like, I'm awful. And that's just not – one, that's not healthy or anything like that, but it's just an emotional rollercoaster you go on. So. It's helping guys realize that who they are as a person, as a human, uh, their value is outside of their performance. Uh, just, what, just what they offer communities, society, their families, uh, who they are as a person is, is greater uh, than just what they do on the field or off. So that was one of the biggest things. Uh, and then also just reality that uh, uh, their sport, uh, their job doesn't define them. In addition to the people that are in the sport, commentators, media, fans, what they say about you doesn't define you either uh media can be brutal yeah <laughs> it can be just harsh and just cruel sometimes uh and so can fans and realizing that what people are saying about you is not is isn't true like there's not there's not it's not something that you have to say well they said I'm bad so therefore I must be bad and just it's understanding how do you eliminate those limiting beliefs and recognizing the lies that you've heard as an athlete so often right And understanding the truth about who you are is that uh, that you're you're cared for. You have value as a person. Uh, You're more important than just your sport. Uh, You have more to offer than just what you can do on the court, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, those are both really great points. And I think the identity piece is something that you've kind of picked up on and, and really like not wrapping your identity around what you do for a living and what people say about you online. I think that translates out of the athletic world too, right? That's like anyone, good advice for anyone. Like, don't worry about what people say about you. Just put yourself in a good position where you're not doing that to other people and you feel confident about yourself. And a lot of that stuff doesn't really matter. So I think that's great pieces of advice for athletes. So yeah, I wanted to talk about before we get into kind of when you started with Athletes in Action and your kind of journey to where you are now, let's go back when you first started playing sports. And I'd like to know like, what was your first experience and why did soccer become the sport you really decided to pursue?
1: Uh, So growing up, soccer was the sport that you started playing early because four or five years old, that's just what in the cities, that's just what you do, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then eventually baseball and basketball and a number of other sports kicked in track. Uh, but for for me, soccer was my first love. I still remember five, six years old going early morning. We played at this, at this uh, elementary school, and I remember just uh, just the smell of the fresh cut grass, seeing some of the uh, just the, the, the sun coming up, the sunrise, just little things like that. Where I just remember uh, just amazing memories and just saying, I love this game, I love this sport. Uh, and which is funny because I come from a farming community up in Michigan, where it was it was baseball, basketball, and football, and mm-hmm you didn't play those sports and you were fast, you ran track. Uh, and if, uh, if you weren't fast and you were bad at everything else, then you played soccer. Yeah. So it was just, it was one of those communities and, and I just fell in love with the game. Uh, I, it wasn't that I didn't have opportunities to play those other sports, those other games, but I just, again, I fell in love with, uh, with, uh, with the game itself with with soccer. And so that, so I just continued to play the game, I pursued that through through high school at club level. And then eventually going into, uh, playing in university as well
0: yeah that i think that's great and i i feel like it's like you said a lot of kids start playing soccer it's a good like i don't want to say starter sport but it's where a lot of parents are like oh sports let's just sign them up for soccer right so it's interesting that a lot of people's first sport or first love sports first sports love is soccer i think that's they got a lot going for them in terms of in terms of that aspect but i want to know also what did playing soccer? What did playing sports from a young age like? What impact has it had on you now? Who you are today? On your life now, moving forward?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things was uh, it was was simplicity. You know, sport a lot oftentimes uh, is not overly complicated. It doesn't have to be. It can be simple, uh, and that was one of the things I learned early on was just keep it simple. But you got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Simple, but you have to put the work in. You got to work hard. You got to put your effort. in. You got to give one hundred and ten percent. Uh, And the success will come, but you you have to you 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 got you you got to put the work in. But it's simple. Don't overcomplicate things as you compete as an athlete.
0: Yeah, that's a great great point. And I think it again like applies to that transition too, where I think your course does a really great job of simplifying some of the big pieces of what you need to start understanding and kind of taking them in small chunks and saying, hey. We're not going to understand the way of the world by the end of this course, right? We're not going to master the universe, but we can start with like, what's your story? What do you enjoy? Who are you? Like, start small. And like you said, I think simplicity is great and a great point for everyone to keep in mind that's thinking about transitioning in life after sports is like, simple is always good. It's never never a bad thing. So I wanted to see, now you've worked with Athletes in Action for a long time. You're working with athletes through your shift course and podcast. Why is supporting other athletes in their transition so important to you? And why are these organizations and programs you've created you know, such a big part of your life?
1: So I got involved with Athletes in Action when I was in university. It's a, uh, it's a Christian-based organization working to serve, support, and mentor athletes at the university and pro level. Uh, and I got involved with them uh, when I was playing. And then from there, uh, I was really uh, encouraged and challenged to step into the, pro, the professional soccer world major league soccer was just was just started to been probably about two or three years or so at that point in time as a pro league it was still getting getting, getting going still pretty young and uh yeah and i just was like i want to take something that's important to me my faith uh, but also i have a desire to coach and to build into people and really help people grow and become their best true selves and as a result of that i was able to to match those two things uh from a faith also being a coach mentor and builder of, of people and then uh sort of the cherry on top was I got to work within soccer, which is a sport that I love to be around. And so just sort of this, the a lot of the worlds that that were important to me were able to, to mesh and to be integrated.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I think you mentioned to us what advice you've learned from those experiences that you would give to athletes. I'm wondering if you have any advice for maybe your younger self, as you were transitioning, that maybe other athletes could take to heart as well as they're starting to make their journey out of sports. Is there anything you'd say to a younger Jonathan? Here's, here's what I would do differently. Or here's, you know, a piece of advice I'd give you.
1: Uh, take, take the risk. Uh, that's something like looking back, like the things that I, I wish I would have said yes to that. I was more hesitant. That was, it was, I would have put myself out there taking a risk and take the risk. It's worth it. Even if, even if you're, uh, you're, you're cut or released or, or you're told you're not good enough yet take the risk uh, i remember when i was 16 I, I tried out for a semi-professional team and they just said you know what you're too young come back in two years and i was uh 15 at the time they're like you're good enough but we just we you're just too young mm-hmm. fair enough. and i never went back and it was one of those things looking back it was a, it was one of the top semi-pro teams uh in the midwest at the time mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of top university players uh indiana ohio state university michigan had players on the team and so they said come back when you're six when you're 17 or so and uh, we want to have you on this team. And I just never went back, never took the risk to go back, and I played it more safe. I still had a great college career, but it was. I remember just thinking through, I'm like, it's okay to take risks. Uh, and, and it's, it's important to because you're being able to put yourself out there. To, and like I said, at the end of the day, uh, no's are not final. Uh, they're just realizing that you're just that much closer to your, to your next yes. And, uh, and that's just, that's, 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 if I looked at my younger self, that's what I would say, is like take the risk. It's worth it.
0: Yeah, I think that's great piece of advice, because it can be really hard to transition from such a very intense routine, high energy job, all kinds of things that you're doing, right? And you're playing at such a high level, right? So you're playing such a high level, then you want to pivot to something else. And it's kind of like, do I start at the bottom? Where do I go? And it's almost like you're going to hear some no's from some of these you know, opportunities that you're gonna want to get involved in, maybe you're not ready, right? To start out as a director of something at an organization or maybe you're not ready to start your own business, you figure that out, but I love that. A no is just one step closer to an eventual yes. And I think taking that to heart, that it is that hard work, you know, keeping that mindset right of, you're gonna hear no, just get over that. You're gonna hear no and you just gotta make it a yes, right? You gotta keep working until you make it a yes. So that's awesome. Final couple of questions for you here, Jonathan. As we wrap up, what is the best or most, the skill you use the most? I guess I should say that sport taught you in your work right now. It could be one or two. I know uh, t-
1: the, the, for sure, the first one is adaptability. Uh, change is inevitable. Like you know, with soccer, you can't call a timeout. You can't. Uh, you can't just stop the play. Like it's you have 45 minutes where you're just competing, and things are shifting and changing constantly. And that was one of the things I learned within the sport to to develop. To, understanding momentum swings and, and understanding how, just how you change and how things shift and move throughout a game. And uh, yeah, and that's something that even today, like that's, change is inevitable. And like so we've drastically experienced with COVID and, and what's happening in our world today. Uh, but it just, and change is, change is okay. Yeah. You know, is, is, is that adaptability, but realizing that changes changes are not bad, changes are opportunities. Uh, so those are two things that, especially within sport, when there's a, uh, whether it's a turnover, or uh, even a, a bad call or something uh, there's those, those little moments of change are opportunities for success. And it's the same is true in life is that anytime there's an opportunity for change, there's an opportunity for or change, there's opportunity for success.
0: That's great. I think that's a great, a great piece of advice to leave everyone on. So as we close out, Jonathan, what's coming up for you, what's next with the podcast, with the course, with Athletes in Action and how can people learn more?
1: Yeah, so what's coming up is we're still launching the podcast. Like, so we got uh, four more in the editing phase that we're dropping here in the next couple, three, four weeks. So we're stoked about that. Uh, hoping to connect with a couple more athletes. Uh, then from a SHIFT perspective, it's just continuing to get the word out there. You know, it, it, I want <clears throat> to see as many athletes as possible helps while uh, they're competing as well as a make transition to life after playing professionally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I truly believe that SHIFT is, is a, a resource, a tool that can really help athletes. And so it's continue to, to encourage and get, let, just get the word out there. You know, there's so much noise and social media and stuff going on right now in our world. Uh, just being intentional to to get the right tools and the right spaces with the right people. And so working on that. Uh, and then professional sport is is on the way back up. You know, you have some people that are competing, no fans yet for the most part. Uh, so there's some fans in some of the stadiums in the, in the United Soccer League, in the second division, pro division in the U.S. There are some fans in some places. Uh, But it's just, uh, it's just helping those guys in the the, the midst as they transition back to actually competing. So just being from a mental standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, and uh, just off the field stuff, helping guys in that space. And, and then also training the other other life coaches and character coaches that I work with and train, just helping them as well as be effective as possible in this new, this new digital era and phase that we're in right now.
0: Yeah. And and how can people connect with you, connect with shifts or with athletes in action that want to learn more?
1: Website JonathanVanHorn.com. Uh That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Contact me that way. Uh, Instagram Horn is Instagram, uh, Facebook as well, Twitter, like across the table, so all, all, all those things. And then the the shift course. It's basically just theshiftcourse.com. And so just you can jump on there theshiftcourse.com uh, to be able to uh, check out the course.
0: Awesome. Well, Jonathan, thanks so much for being here and taking the time out with us. This was a lot of fun. And I hope everyone watching got a lot out of this. Make sure you go follow Jonathan. Make sure you check out his shift course. And again, if you want to take advantage of our special offer, uh, DM us on Instagram or sign up for our newsletter. We're sharing information out that way. It's a really awesome course. So thanks again, Jonathan, for being here and for all your support to tackle what's next.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Of course. And everyone will be back next week with another awesome guest. Have a great Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Time Out with Tackle What's Next. I hope you enjoyed the show and that you learned a lot from our awesome guest. Don't forget, you can subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It really helps us reach even more incredible listeners. And make sure you share this episode with a friend who you think would love this conversation and learn a lot. Thank you to Danielle Parr and Ethan Kenny from Team Tackle What's Next for their help editing and creating this series. And we'll see you next time for another Time Out with Tackle What's Next.